I'm now joined by Pete Drinkovitz, Head of Manager Research at Reddington. Um, Reddington have been working alongside Stanford's as one of our key investment consultants for the last couple of years. Pete, hello to you. Hi, Chris. One of the reasons that the, the Investment Committee and, and SJP were, were very keen to work with Reddington is your expertise in, in fixed income funds. Uh, obviously, we've just launched two new fixed income funds. Perhaps um, we can start by describing the, the broad background to why we decided to launch these two funds. Yeah, so I, I think a, a, lot of, a lot of it comes down to trying to find um, attractive solutions to uh, the situation that long-term savers find themselves in. And I think one of those, um, or one of the things that there's real demand for is for uh, longer-term stable approaches to investing, um, so, so often income-focused. And that's uh, really an area that fixed income um, asset management can give you fantastic access to. Um, so what we wanted to do was provide um, a number of solutions which would meet a need for clients, um, but would do so uh, in less traditional ways than uh, you often see um, in, in, in uh, the majority of fixed income products that are out there. And what would be the sort of key characteristics that, that define these funds um, uh, and that overarch um, the, the development of our fund range? So uh, each of the funds uh, is made up of a number of building blocks and the common uh, elements of those building blocks are that they are um, seeking to um, be relatively unconstrained so they are not benchmark driven funds um, which is quite important we, we, we think that's 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 uh, very attractive they don't um, derive um, uh, they don't require uh, interest rates as as a sort of big source of return so they, they don't earn um, earn income in line with interest rates and and, and they should be less um, dependent upon interest rates so so it should still be robust through an interest rate rising cycle uh, and they're also um, all uh, generally focused on um, underappreciated areas of the fixed income market or areas that are generally harder um, for um, people to access. What are the characteristics of uh, the diversified bond fund um, and perhaps you could talk a bit about the, the individual managers that, that, that we've appointed to run it? Sure. So, so the diversified bond fund is is really a vehicle um, which gives um, access to a wide range of opportunities in global fixed income, primarily credit fixed income, that is lending to companies, um, and it is set up, uh, as I said earlier, in a a, a less constrained, less benchmark focused, um, more absolute return, total return mindset. So, the, so the managers will be looking for um, opportunities that earn them attractive returns at any point in time um, without um, keeping an eye on benchmarks or worrying about um, having to hold certain companies that are, that are represented in the benchmark. Um, and we've put to, we brought together um, three specialist fixed income managers and they are each managers with specialities in, in, in different areas. So we brought together um, a, uh, a European, uh, pan-European, so European and UK focused uh, manager called 24 Asset Management. They have a... Um, they're based in London. They're based in London, just, to, just, just down the way. Um, and they uh, have just over four billion pounds of the management. They have a real focus on secured lending. So, so they, they, they buy secured um, asset-backed bonds um, uh, 
uh, issued by by a range of range of companies and backed by a range of assets. Um, uh, that's their real speciality. The second manager that we've we, we, we've brought in is Brigade, which is a um, a manager which is headquartered in, in New York, uh, and they have a particular speciality in um, accessing, um, like I said, corporate bonds issued by uh, um, smaller companies, so away from the you know, real mega cap companies of the world, um, uh, and, and, and primarily focused on the US, but with an ability to also access, um, you know, Selectively across across the rest of the globe. And the third manager. And the third manager is a manager that that, that, that we've we've obviously worked with before, which is which with Payden and Rigel, which is uh, also found within um, uh, within the SGP Multi Asset Fund, um, and uh, they have a um, very much absolute return focused approach to fixed income investing. They bring together um, different types of fixed income from a range of uh, whether it's corporates, government bonds, even emerging markets at times and try and provide a really attractive through the cycle return. And we think by blending um, these different managers together, we get access to really a, a whole range of different fixed income opportunities through, through, through sort of viewed through, through different um, skill sets and different lenses. But also at the same time, it's risk diversifying in that each man manager is bringing a different skill set and accessing a different part of the fixed income universe. Very much so. And the, the other benefit is that each of these managers has slightly different approaches to managing through the cycle and looking to protect capital through the cycle. So we believe that the diversification of that risk those risk management processes should be should be very additive. Okay, so let's move on now to strategic income. Perhaps you could start by describing the underlying characteristics of, of the managers involved there. But strategic income, uh, uh, as the, the name suggests, is very much more of an income-focused um, solution. And again, very much focused on uh, underappreciated, under-researched areas of the fixed income market primarily, with one exception. Um, the four sleeves there, uh, one of them is um, again managed by 24 that we talked about a moment ago, um, but managed with a, with a specific focus on, um, uh, as I say, so an under-researched um, under um, asset-backed opportunities which can often deliver in excess of, sort of 6% um, income return. So, so it's as, a, accessing a complementary skill set to, to the one that we're using within diversified bond funds. Exactly, it's a slightly, it, it's, a, it's a, going to be a, a less dynamically um, uh, managed approach. It's not going to have um, government bonds, it's going to have a slightly higher risk target, but slightly higher income target. Mm -hmm. um, uh, secondly, um, Mid-Ocean, which is another New York-based U.S. Uh, credit manager, and they particularly focus on, on these um, particularly um, attractive, um, high-yielding um, corporate bonds issued by smaller companies. So this is crossed really on the U.S., almost exclusively in the U.S., um, and it's very much of getting away from, from um, from the companies that issue the most debt. So obviously, typically fixed income benchmarks tend to allocate most heavily to those that issue the most debt, but Mid-Ocean's approach is the opposite. It's to go and look at the, those companies that are issuing much less debt um, and where a lot of big managers can't actually focus on the space. Um, and then the third, third manager in the fixed income space is, is Blue Bay, a London-based manager. Absolutely. So Blue Bay, based here in London and um, owned by, by Royal Bank of Canada, um, they are again a specialist fixed income manager and they are um, in this sleeve going to be accessing um, emerging market corporate debt. So um, this is um, uh, corporate um, issuers who are um, predominantly based 
in emerging markets, obviously an interesting opportunity in the news a lot recently. Um, they've been one of the um, longest standing uh, investors in that space. And then the final name is one that's much more familiar to, to our investors, um, the, the, the Schroeder Sleeve, which isn't actually a fixed income part. Absolutely. So the Schroeder Sleeve um, is um, equity income focused. It uh, takes a portfolio of um, attractive higher yielding equities and then in addition um, uh, there's a, 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 what's called a covered call um, uh, option strategy where they're selling a little bit of upside on these uh, on these equities and agreeing to sell them if they if they if they rally significantly but at the same time earning some income in return for that for that strategy. But that doesn't add incremental risk if anything it takes it away. Absolutely so so it uh, they're only agreeing to sell uh, stocks that they already own so they're effectively capping some of their upside but they're getting additional income so pete i'm afraid that's all we've got time for today thanks very much thanks chris any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change where individual securities are mentioned they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance the value of an investment may fall as well as rise, and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.